Hello, hello. Welcome back to, should we call it the uh, Incredible Podcast? Should we just give it a new name? <laughs> I can't even remember. What, RCA Unfiltered, is that what it is now? Unscripted Unfiltered. I can't remember what it was called. Unscripted. See, we can't even say the name of it. That's why. What is it? Unscripted, Unfiltered, and something else? No, it was Unnamed. Unnamed, that was it. Unnamed. Unscripted, unfiltered, unscripted. unscripted. I tell you what, it's definitely been unfiltered. <laughs> it's, and it's definitely that well. Yeah, it's remained. It's remained unnamed. Fully it's, remained, it's remained unnamed, but does a job, doesn't it? Does a job. Um, if if people shared it, we'd know if it did a job. Yeah, we'll, we'll see on that. Yeah, get if people shared liked it and shared it, then it would know if it was doing a job or not. Everyone puts this on the stories. You know what we have to do? We'll have to say right. If you share this to your stories. Right, we'll put you in with a chance of winning three months worth of coaching. Do you reckon we do that? Just throw it out. Yeah, and a free invite to the RCA Summer Social. Oh, there you go. Which Chris is organising. I, I think I think that one's a better shout than the three months yeah. of coaching. If you want to come to RCA Social, right, you got to share disclose the date because people might just rock up now. One lucky, I'm not going to disclose any dates. One lucky person can come to this if it's shared and you tag us in your stories or whatever it is that you need to tag us on. A warm welcome. I say a warm welcome back, by the way, as I've just looked out the window here. It is May and it is snowing in Finland. To be fair, mate, it's Baltic in England as well. Baltic. Like it, it's each each morning this week, it's been like three, four degrees. And I it might be might be cold the way you are, but it's been it is it says it says laws are minus one, but it says it's seven degrees. How does it snow at seven degrees? It must just be like a little like cloud coming over. Well, that's where snow comes from, mate. Yeah, so it must be. You know what? I, I told you that's a good point. It don't come from blue sky, <laughs> does it? But I told you we'd go. I told you we'd go sideways, wouldn't we? We'd always have a little adventure. Oh, um, classic. Well, this is uh, yeah. W- welcome to this one because this one doesn't need uh, a massive introduction. This will get Rantosaurus uh, Rex from both sides of the table here, from Chris and from me, um, because. It's a serious bugbear, but you guys as clients, I think massively need to understand that the value of potential, you... potential clients as well. Potential clients might not just be clients, might be. I'm, do you know? What? I'm saying that they're already clients. I'm, I'm, they're already working with us. Um, but this is this is us talking about food tracking. Okay. And even specifically, we're going to touch on MyFitnessPal, but we will obviously, or any MyFitnessPal tracking, but there's loads of different tracking things out there. But we will touch on that and just other tracking methods in general, but we're going to give you our very honest uh, verdict on this front. Let's go. Oh, am I up first, am I? I can go first. I can go first. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's, well, obviously we've, we've spoke before, we've come on, come on air. Is that what we say? Come on, air. on air. We're on air, yeah. On air. We're on air, mate. We're not actually technically on air because it was pre-recorded. So that's not us. That's all yeah. right. But before we come on air, we'll go with it. We have we have just had a chat about it, and I think, um, I think I feel like my fitness part gets a bad rep. I feel like it gets a bad rep because yeah. it's demonised to, you know. I'm sure that there's. I say there's plenty of people that listen to this, probably isn't plenty of people that listen to this that that are advocates of sort of like, you know, um, you know, eating intuitively or you're not needing to track every, you know, every bit of food and drink that you have. And, you know, you should be 
sure you should be aware and mindful of what you eat, but you shouldn't need to input it into your phone every day because that's not sustainable. And that would be true. I would agree with that. But, and this is a big but, is that when you're in pursuit of a goal, and that's a fat loss goal, and you're trying to lose body fat, you need to create a calorie deficit, right? That's that's how you lose body fat. You create a calorie deficit, regardless of what Stephen Bartlett's swatty guests say. That's what you need. So using tools like MyFitnessPal or other nutrition tracking apps that are out there is only going to benefit you by raising awareness of what you are inputting into your body so that you can understand with the best possible accuracy that you are in fact creating a calorie deficit and you'll monitor that data across a period of time, whether that's weeks and months, look at patterns and trends and understand whether you might need to change something, whether that's increasing, decreasing calories or increasing, decreasing macros, depending on how deep you are measuring and tracking this information. But ultimately, sure, there's, there's, you know, there's um, anomalies and there's inaccuracies with these softwares, sure. But ultimately, it's the best that's out there. And if you can buy into that process, you will get the result that you're after because you're gathering the information. As long as you're truthful and you're honest and everything that you are inputting is what you are actually eating and you're not just skipping things, like you will get the result that you're after. Yeah. It might take a bit longer, it might take a bit shorter, but ultimately, because everyone's different, everyone's goals are different, but without that, I reckon, and this is my opinion, progress will be much slower. I'm not saying you can't reach your body fat goals by doing a food diary or by doing something like, and we'll talk about sort of like, I guess, the hand portion guide or just being more mindful and maybe, maybe, I'm not going to say just relying on exercise because that is such a small part surprisingly enough for people by the way and we'll probably get onto that but if if you're not tracking your nutrition with at least 75 80 percent sort of consciousness it's going to be much slower that's my opinion i'm not going to say fact but the reason why we're talking about this is because we we, we spoke about the history of our clients the ones that got the best results the ones that were happiest with their results were the ones that tracked their nutrition via MyFitnessPal and were honest with everything they tracked from day one. Yeah. Fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. The, yeah. the, the clients that we've worked with that have got the best results, photo shoot clients, non-photo shoot clients that still got the best results, were the ones that tracked their nutrition via MyFitnessPal, looked at patterns, looked at trends, used that data to inform decisions moving forwards. That's that for me is a matter of fact from our point of view, from our experience working with hundreds and hundreds of people for you, probably thousands. Right. So I don't think I can say it more black and white than that. I'm not saying it's the right fit for everybody. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is if you come to us and you're desperate for a result and it's going to transform your life, buying into the process of tracking your food is something that we are huge advocates of and we would encourage wholeheartedly. It's not it's not a compulsory, but it's only going to help you. It's an education. Rant number one, done. <laughs> it's, it's an education tool, isn't it? Like, you know, whether you're using my fitness pal, chronometer, or God knows what other ones are out there, like, it's an education tool. And 
for a lot of you listening to this, a lot of you out there, you, you're unaware, largely unaware of what it is that you're consuming on a day-to-day basis. The statements that you make, things like, oh, I don't eat much. You might not eat much, but I bet it's calorie dense, right? And little things like that, like what this does is it brings it brings that food awareness back, back, back home because you have the data on it. And like we said, yes, okay, my fitness pal or any tracking app like that can be up to like 25% inaccurate, but like it's the best we've got and it gives you that data. And if you've got the data there and you're eating good quality foods and you start to then develop an eye. So this is the thing about using it in the right way, right? If you use it in the right way and you understand how to use the tool. So like, I'll tell you, we've got um, a, a set of trainings. I don't know how many videos in there, maybe like 10, 11. Uh, and it's called My Fitness Pal Must Knows inside our client educational portal. And that's to help the guys who do track uh, via my fitness pal that's to help them understand how to do this accurately effectively efficiently for their journey and the issues that you see with people is they will track on my fitness pal not having looked at anything in the background guesstimating um you know throwing random amounts like the amount of people what's one of the big ones like the the serving size People literally scan a product it says the serving size is 150 grams it says that they've had one quantity and they just click tick I'm like the best one is one cup. Yeah, well, one cup. I'm like, what's one cup, mate? Yeah, well, my cup's this big. How big's yours? Like, like you say, it's like I've got a bottle. You've got a bottle. <laughs> yeah, you don't even classify. But there's so many things like this. This is where it then leads to people bollocksing up even like a relationship with food or bollocksing up their own result, right? Because they're like, oh, but I'm tracking. Well, so what? Just because you're tracking, it doesn't give you the divine frigging right to lose weight right? Because you might be tracking like a bag of shit, (laughs) okay? And that is what's happening in this instance, okay? Now, I I might have used this in RG before, but it's like, like I said, like my fitness pal is a tool. Well, that's great, right? My dad and brother, they were mechanics. If they give me the tools that they use on a day-to-day basis, fixing cars in a garage, I would be absolutely frigging useless with them because I've never been taught how to use them or what to do. That's the same as you guys utilizing some of these food tracking tools when you're literally going in blind and you don't take the time to actually learn how to use it to your advantage. When you don't use it to your advantage, but you think that you're tracking, but the result's not coming in, you get extremely frustrated about the result and you blame the tracking, oh, this don't frigging work or whatever, and you sack it off. No, it's not that. The fact is you just don't know how to use it to your advantage. Okay. And that's, I guess, like, <laughs> that's literally summarizes it, doesn't it? You know, uh, as, as a whole. But hopefully, that little bit there is helpful, I guess, in understanding it. And like Chris said, the, the importance behind this is recognizing, you know, when we sit back and we look at the results that have come from clients, yes, you can get results in many different ways. But the quickest, most sustainable, most knowledgeable results that we've had with clients have come from them utilizing the likes of like my fitness pal. Because of the approach that we use it with, it's like, yes, we want you to track via this, but you don't have to anally hit every single morsel, gram, everything like that. It doesn't have to be if you know if your target is 180 grams, you don't have to hit 180 grams dead on, otherwise you're gonna get a bollocking. If it's you know 1700 calories, you don't have to hit 1700 calories, otherwise it's a bollocking. It's again, this is another thing of my friends, isn't it? It's understanding that when you do have calorie and macro targets, for example, first of all, you might not need all the macros. Protein would be the um, the main one. But when you've got these targets, they're also flexible. 
right? Look at them like you can kind of like land like 20% either side. Okay. So again, something else, you know, where people utilize this, but because they don't understand nutrition, because they don't understand the ins and outs, they then that's, that's how they actually develop a poor relationship with tracking. And then they don't see the value in it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we, we talk about the investment in the journey a lot or the investment in change or whatever you whichever way but if if this is brand new to you and this is something that you've never done before then investing time in understanding how my fitness pal works obviously we've got those tutorial videos which really really helps but ultimately you're you're going to be learning about portion size you're going to be learning about the quantities and the how, how dense or calorie dense some foods are in comparison to others you're going to be learning a hell of a lot um, and like, like you said, like it's it's a tool that you're going to have in your toolbox to use. Now, I'll I'll bring this back to me. Obviously, with with um, well, not obviously, depending on when you listen. I'm doing a photo shoot with our clients in three weeks, and prior to this, prior to the last four or five weeks, I wasn't tracking. I was going off just eyeballing things because my level of awareness around nutrition is better than the majority of our clients. However, I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see mm. in terms of stripping off body fat. I was like, actually, I'm missing something here because I'm not losing as much body fat as I thought. My weight is coming down, but much slower than, than I expect. And I probably want and need ahead of a photo shoot. So I was like, I'm gonna have to start tracking again, non-negotiable. The moment I started tracking, or maybe not the moment I started tracking, that's, that's a lie, but the first one week, two weeks of me tracking was four times better in terms of noticing a result. And sure, there were times where I was a little bit hungry, but that's because I had clarity on knowing that actually I'm eating what I need to eat in terms of these targets. Things are working. And I actually took too many calories. I went too low on the calories. So I just like you, just like we, we spoke about, we've increased it a little bit. This, I think we spoke about that before the podcast, to be fair, but I increased it a little bit. So I gave myself a little bit more so that that was giving me clarity on exactly where I was at. I was dropping weight probably a bit too quick. So there was probably a little bit of muscle tissue losing uh, muscle loss as well. And that's not that's not what I want. So I changed it. If I didn't track and I just was just going off eyeballing it, that decision doesn't get made. Also, I might not might not actually lose the weight that I want to lose ahead of the photo shoot. So I'm I'm giving myself every single chance to get in the best shape possible for the photo shoot. Will I be exactly where I want to be? I'm not sure at this stage, but I've still got three and a half weeks and I'll be using my fitness pal every single day just to give myself the clarity and the peace of mind to look at myself in the mirror at the photo shoot and go, I did everything that I could in the time frame that I gave myself from when I thought I'm not quite where I want to be. Yeah. I, I'll be able to I'll be able to sleep quite well at night knowing that and you know i can't speak for for the other people on the photo shoot but that's exactly the message that i've given to my clients who are doing the photo shoot because they are all tracking anyway but it's exactly the same message of you've got three weeks go all in go all in on this like this is a small moment in time it's not a long period of time just go all in do everything you can so that you can look at yourself in the eye when when we're at bailey's studio and go fucking hard did everything i could and i'm, I'm happy with this and that kind of like I'm linking I'm linking this back now because a photo shoot is quite an extreme. Like it's not for everybody. Yet, if you're wanting to lose body fat, and the reason why you want to lose body fat is to is to be confident, is to 
feel good in your own skin, is to take your top off on the beach, is to look at yourself in the mirror and go, fucking hell, I'm happy with that. Like, I had a client message today, said this is the first time I looked at, myself, looked at myself in the mirror and went, you know what, I'm 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 looking good, I'm happy with this, this is this is great. Yeah. That's what it's about. Without tracking, because this, 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 this client is tracking, without it, I feel like those moments come much later and it's much harder to get there because there's so many variables that we just we don't know about. Yep. And in this day and age, we've got so much information out there, which, which we, we speak about a lot. It's, it is overwhelming. But ultimately, this is one tool when it comes to losing body fat that will 100% help you get there sooner than if you didn't use it. Yeah. And I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, sure, that I get that there's not there's not a sustainable element to it, but if you can go all in for three to six months using it, understanding it, learning it, applying it, you will get to your result. Whether it's whether it is six months, whether it's 12 months, but in the grand scheme of things, that's gonna be worth it. Surely that's gonna be worth it. Surely. How did uh, out of interest, how did you learn to use it? Just by just by doing, just by doing it. Yeah. So, but my, my, I, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I learned. Well, I learned. I started learning my fitness pal. Actually, aged like sixteen, I think I was just playing about with it as I had an interest in nutrition. And then I was like, oh, this is this is cool. And I remember starting to look through like the nutrition factors on it and going, oh, vitamin A, what's that? Right. I'm like a sixteen year old lad. I'm like protein what's that and i kept like researching this stuff obviously you could do couldn't you like you know what's the benefit of this what's that now the thing is a lot of these things now the benefits are quite commonly known right whereas the obviously to me as a 16 year old lad they definitely weren't but like you say you learn by learn by doing um and also obviously nowadays like we touched on just before i touched on before is that it is that tool and you know you do need nowadays like i would say that for you guys like that you would need that training in it because there can be so much contradicting information um, but remember that my fitness pal is not for life chris just said then three to six months right it's three to six months that he's saying that if you go all in you use it i guarantee you, you go all in and you use it for that period not only will you absolutely transform your physique and your health but you will also okay you will also develop an like an unbelievable knowledge and appreciation for the food that you're eating. And chances are, just because we've heard it from clients time and time again, you'll sit there and you'll go, I was eating a lot, <laughs> right? And you'll realize how much you were overeating and where all the overeating was coming in and um, stuff that you didn't even realize had calories. And yeah, there's so many different things uh, that come into it. And there was one other point I wanted to bring up here as well is that people often see my fitness pal uh, or any kind of tracking like this as a ball eight. Okay. And yes, like I'm not going to lie to you. It is at the start, but I tell you what, if you've got the value attached to it in terms of it's going to maybe save your life in terms of, you know, you're going to be able to lose the body fat that you're going to, you know, um, that, that you're wanting to lose or that you need to lose potentially. Uh, so it could save your life. It could obviously skyrocket your energy levels. It could massively improve your performance, et cetera. If you attach the reasons and the benefits to it, okay, for utilizing it and learning it, then literally it suddenly isn't a ball ache. It's an absolute breeze. There is a very clear um, correlation behind the clients that literally just do it. 
right? They, 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 they I, I don't want to say that they want it. It's that, that's that annoying phrase. And they, they just want it more. It's not that they want it more. That It's that they've attached the value to it. They see, like, if I turn to you now um, and I say, right, I want you to track on my fitness pal for 12 weeks. And I promise you this, at the end of the 12 weeks, you will be con- literally considerably in the shape of your frigging life 12 weeks from now right? You're going to look and feel the exact way that you dream of looking and feeling. All right. Are you going to do it? 110%. No brainer, right? Because you see the value in it. Okay. So attach the value to that. And when I say as well, like, you know, um, it can be a ball ache as well. There are also tactics. Once you've attached the, the value to it, the ball ache at the start is obviously having to get the fresh foods in, et cetera. But there's little things like being able to save recipes in these apps nowadays, stuff that people never had access to. You can save a goddamn recipe like that, literally go click, click, boom, and it just uploads. Happy days. So there are things that uh, that make it easy. We've said loads about the um, the fact of obviously the clients getting the best results with it, and we will touch on other tracking options. But I'll bring it all back to that phrase of what gets measured gets managed, right? If you're measuring something, if you've got data in front of you, you are more likely to take action on it. I guarantee, right? Let's even utilize the scales in this instance. If you're someone who only measures their weight, okay, that's the only progress thing that you're looking at, and you constantly step on the weighing scales, okay, when the scales are moving in the right direction, okay, you're good, you keep doing what you're doing, when they're not moving in the right direction, hopefully, you make a change, you make a shift, okay, to help them move, that's the same thing with this, when you're actually tracking your food, you can manage your food. Chris just gave an example then of, you know, um, bumping up calories, going to tracking, et cetera, so that he can see the data. The moment you can see the data, I will outright say this, your journey becomes a piece of piss, literally. When the data is in front of you, you literally have to sit there. I've spoken about his levers many times. You sit there and you go, right, I'm, I've been 100% consistent on this and I just need to literally adjust this lever. And on that, I'll give you a great example. Client comes last week, might have spoken about um, this individual on the podcast last week, and you know they were doing whatever they were doing in terms of their um, nutrition, and they were like, oh, I'm, I'm stalling, I'm stalling. And I just said, you know what? I said, there's one thing that I want you to go away and do this week. I want you to go away and execute the plan. I want you to execute exactly what it is that I've given you. This was from a training perspective and a nutrition perspective, but I was really strong on getting them to tighten up with their nutrition recording. And I said, and you would much rather do this than me having to, you know, drop your calories, okay? I'll pull your food back, all right? Said you'd much rather do this. Anyway, I just told Chris before we got on the podcast, guess what? They came back this week, like 2.5 kilos lighter. I went, well, isn't that a delight? So we actually need to increase your food, right? I could not have done that without the data in front of me. Hmm. Over and out. <laughs> yeah, and I've just made a point there, and I think this, this, this is where possibly the... The real challenge comes in with with my fitness pal because because it can be quite alien for people and it is quite a big change if you've got quite a fixed mindset about that change there'll be a resistance to it and if you don't see a quick win or you don't see a quick result that become that resistance turns into sort of like you kind of a bit sort of um you know negative about the whole experience so you don't see the value but if you have a growth mindset about it and you go all in and you go, right, you know what? 
you know, Rob or Chris or whoever it is has told me that this is going to help me, right? I'm going to go for this. I'm going to, I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to trust this. You go all in, you, you educate yourself on it. You watch the tutorial videos, you take action on it for a week or two. You will get a quick win in that, in that two weeks. Like you'll get some form of quick win, whether it's the scale start dropping, whether it is genuinely you just start even maybe seeing or feeling something slightly different. Like you, you put, might put on a pair of jeans. They might be slightly looser which is great because your bloat's reduced because you eat like shit before whereas now you're more aware that can happen in the space of two three weeks that's a quick win which then breeds buy into the process so then you start going actually this my fitness pal thing actually does does actually seem to kind of work right i'll keep going with that whereas if you're a fixed mindset and you're resistance to change and you're resistant to actually giving it a try that's where the big problem lies and this is i'm talking from my experience with with people is that if you're really not willing to give it, give it a go, gather the information, you know, listen to the feedback under, and try and try and understand it. Like the growth mindset thing is massive. If you're, if you're really closed off and, you know, you're just expecting the results to happen out, out of nowhere, then then my fitness pal is, is obviously just not for you, but you've got to have that, that open mind of, right, this, this is something that is going to help me because, you know, you essentially, started this pursuit of your, your body fat goals like you for me you'd be really really naive and silly to not at least try it for six seven eight weeks if if if, you, if you're really serious about it um and yeah i can't i can't emphasize that enough that if you you know and i'll, I'll use my are you use use your example of when you first started using it when you were 16 first time i started using it and i'll use this example like so when my brother first moved into sort of the, the fitness space or at least moved from professional football into being a, an online coach, personal trainer, he was measuring his food. And I remember him, him bringing his own weighing scales to my mum's for Christmas. And I literally took the piss out of him. I said, I said, what the fuck are you doing that for? What a load of shit this my fitness pal bollocks is, all this kind of stuff, right? You know, when I was probably maybe 22, 23, 24, living at large, you know, not not giving two shits about my nutrition and living, days. living, living my best life, potentially. Um, but like, and when I started then, obviously seeing my brother's results, I was like, right, there must be something in that. I'm going to explore this because actually I'm not, I'm not in them. We've discussed my history and where I was before previously in previous podcasts, but I was like, actually, I'm I'm now seeing his result, his tangible result on the back of, and obviously because I've seen him go through it, I've gone, right, there's got to be something in this, right, I'm going to explore it. And when I first started using my fitness plan, I was literally just, just calories. Yeah. That's the only thing I measured, not anything else. You know, I got myself a calorie, I think my brother even gave me a calorie target. He's like, right, get my fitness pal, here's a calorie target, give that a go. Protein wasn't even, a, wasn't even measured at that point. And I, I lost, I lost, a, I lost a really good amount of body fat. You know, my training was dog shit, but at least I was going to the gym. You know, it was, it was crap, but at least I was going. Um, you know, I was doing this, doing the standard, you know, bench press, three sets, twelve reps. You know, leg press the same, always, always the same, always the same. Three sets of twelve, always the same. Yeah. But, but I got a result. I got a quick result as well. So like, my whole mindset around it was like, right, there's something in this. There's something in this. And that's where it all started. That's where it all started. Like it was a, you know, it was a relatively quick win. You know, I, I was a fixed mindset at first, looking at my brother going, oh, that's a load of bollocks. That, that's not going to help you. 
you can't yeah. you can't take scales everywhere you go and he you know he was big into it then highly motivated and you know he, he went and got shredded and i was like fucking hell, all right fair enough so turn up to a restaurant with your scales yeah, but, but he, you know, at that stage he was, and that that is probably going too far. What well, is going too far? There's no probably about it. It is going too far, but you know, you kind of got to go through that process anyway to fi- figure out figure out stuff out. But yeah, that that's where it all started for me. And I'm like, until I moved to a bit more of a growth mindset and saw that there was something in it, and was like, you know what, maybe I do need to open my mind here about this stuff. You know, when I was probably maybe 25, 26, so not that long after that was when I was like, right, this is this is something that's actually going to be pretty vital for me getting in shape. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, I use the term penny drop moments a lot with, you know, for people will have penny drop moments at different times. Yeah. But when, it, when it comes to this stuff, like it's the penny drop moment with my fitness pal and nutrition is that first quick win that you see. It's a notch on your belt. It's looking at yourself in the mirror. It's feeling a bit more energized it's noticing noticing that you are not as bloated that's a massive one just to give you that sense of clarity as to right this tool that i'm using is helping me lose body fat yeah matter of fact that that's it though isn't it because what does that do i touched on it earlier attaches value they see value in what it is that they're getting 100 so, and as soon as 100%. you see that you're flying yeah so we will uh, we'll wrap this up with giving you a, a couple of um, other tracking methods, uh, despite the majority of this being behind my fitness pal. Let's try and remember these off the top of our head. Step one, photos. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was, yeah. Photos. Yeah. yeah go on. Yeah. See that, yeah. So step one, take literally taking pictures of your meals so that you can see actually what you're eating in a day. Step two, a written food diary just by itself. All right. Step three would be a written food diary, but with the uh, weights or at least some form of like quantity of food. So you might actually say, right, you know, meal one was on a dinner plate. Meal two was on a bowl, a small bowl. Meal three was on a side plate, etc. So you might go like that. Um, if you go to um, step three, then utilizing like the hand portion guide. Okay, so you're looking at the hand portion guide again, like how many meals have you had in the day and then how many like of the different portions in relation to like protein, carbs, fats, veggies, et cetera, in relation to your hands, have you actually had? Step four would be, you know, tracking my fitness pal uh, calories. Okay, just starting off just with calories. Step five would be my fitness pal with calories and protein. And then step six would be the full lot. Calories and full macros actually looking and aiming to get, you know, all of those particular targets in there. That's almost like a, that. Well, not almost. That is a step ladder of progress for how you can go through the tracking variety. Uh, and I'll tell you, just like I have done to everyone else uh, or everyone that we've coached and stuff, is that, you know, I've literally only ever had like two or three people in like 13 years at the time of doing this that I've had to go all the way to the ins and outs of the full full macros where we're like, right, you've got to be really tight on this, tight up. You know what I'm It's like calories and protein for most people will pretty much hit the nail on the head because you're going to be looking at quality of food as you go anyway, right? So, so yeah, hopefully that there has been helpful. You've got a great insight into what, you know, my fitness pal tracking can do and some, some very honest opinions as always, uh, you know, from us. Um, yes. Please, uh, please share the podcast. Uh, if you want to go and follow us on Instagram, it's at robabbis.rca and at chrismeek.rca. 
uh, you'll find a little snippet of this podcast there as well. Uh, but yeah, please follow that. Uh, reach out to us, drop us a message. Uh, we're very open to chatting with you and helping you, especially if there's anything in particular that you're struggling with. Please don't hesitate to drop us a little message and let us know. Other than that, we will be back next week. Cheers, everyone.